So you're telling me that three tiny hick tweeds from Runglody of all places managed to blow up your factory? Well, that'd be, uh... Yes. Yes what? Y yes please? What? No! Yes, Teabag Steve! The only thing I love more than my ceremonial golden teabag necklace is hearing my name out loud. Yes, Teabag Steve. You had one job. Hank, you lummox! Do you even remember what it was? Uh, no. Bring Nero's class to the big smoke on the mainland, show them a good time and share them with gifts, so they'll never ever want to go back to their wretched island. And did it work? Um, well, uh, uh, the little ones seem to, uh... That was a rhetorical question! Maybe you're so good at selling hairbrushes that you don't know how to do anything else. How many have you sold now? Forty-seven. Uh, Forty-seven already this morning! Ever? Well, that's, that's de definitely not the image you portray. I'm kind of impressed. Well, thank you, T-Bag Steve. It really is just a toxic combination of a anti-rich boy swagger and a heart-decaying energy drink bombast. <laughs> what a marvelous gift. Anyway, at least now my suspicions have been confirmed. There is a magic tree on that big weirdo island. The legends were true. Your Nana's stories. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have had her locked up after all. <laughs> well, these things happen, sir. It's nobody's fault. No. It was my fault. <laughs> but just think, a magic tree that'll change air travel forever. No longer must I pay for expensive airplanes, fuel, in-flight entertainment. Soon as I take control of that tree and replace that shabby old rotten treehouse with a big Steve. Uh, a big Steve? My slick new high-capacity capsule, custom-made for MTT. Huh? Magic tree travel! Uh, do try to keep up, Brushy! Oh, sorry. Nobody will ever again sit on a plane for five hours like cavity-ridden chumps in a dentist waiting room. Not if I can get you there in five seconds flat. And every penny of your fare goes straight to me. Sky Floater will eliminate all the competition. So you do still own Sky Floater? It gods, my man! Where did I get you from? Creeps Anonymous. Ugh. You know, it's a good thing you're not the only top-secret double agent I have in the case. Wouldn't you like to be in Nero's class? This is a question we were never asked. Our freedom's being feed by the best of the team and sleep on number Professor Nero, how come your face resembles that of a man three times our age? Yeah, you look shocking. Oh, I'm just, I'm just tired. No sleep last night. That constant wailing. Wailing? That's no way to talk about Banshee Brenda. She has a majestic voice, you philistine. Although she has been singing a lot since she lost her comb. Big fan of the old comb, so she is. Uh, well, her voice must be an acquired taste. What's that? It's something you don't like at first, but then you change your mind about it. Oh, like you. What? <laughs> you didn't like me at first. We still don't like you. Ha ha, good one. But wait, if I heard the Banshee, is that like really, really bad? Mm, that depends. What was the song? Um, like, uh... Oh, Cats and Poets. Ooh, look at you. 
Cats and poets are a bad combination. Cats and poets on an autumn night. Cats and poets are a killer combination. Cats and poets gonna ruin your life. You know, I really and truly think there's something, something in the water around here. Yeah, yeah, we know. How would you stop? <laughs> oh no, not this guy. Any news for us, or would you stop? How would you stop? News? Sure, this yoke can only say its flippin' name. <clears throat> Dear Rowan, Jackaranda, and Scoochie Gaboochie. Huh? I would just stop delivers the post here. When anybody sends us a letter, he eats it so he's able to read it out in their voice. Uh, probably should have guessed as much. I'm writing to you as your teabag to inform you that you three are to be transferred from your weird little treehouse to a normal boarding school on the mainland. As of Monday, the three of you will be pupils at Skullknava Kresha, where you will be placed in age-appropriate classes for the betterment of your learning experience and <laughs> all that type of jazz. How would you stop? So pack your bags and say goodbye to Brunglody. Warm regards, Teabag Steve. No! I'll show him warm regards. This is outrageous. It's bad enough we have to go to school in the first place, let alone on the stinking mainland. The home of greed, sadness and despair. A land of astroturf and plastic trees. Hmm. Well, he seems to have forgotten about me. Yeah, big mistake. You'll show him, Nero, won't you? Uh, no. Uh, sorry, I did mean that. In a kind of action hero saves the day kind of way. Just, well, he just seems to have forgotten about me. He didn't mention me at all. If you're off to the mainland, I wonder what I'm supposed to do. We're not off anywhere. That was the time that I would have done whatever the mainlanders told me to, especially the teabag. In my mind, they were a strong, powerful, intelligent and fearful people. But now I've actually met a few and, well, you're just a bunch of Egypts, really. Clattering Golumpuses. No offence. Oh, none taken. Also, I think I'm allergic to cars. My teeth have been really itchy since the big smoke. I know what we can do. Form a punk band? What? Correct, Mundo. Great minds think alike, Scoochie. My mind doesn't stink. Sylvia Barbados once told me about punk bands. They wrote angry songs protesting against the government and stuff. Did it work? No. Oh. But it might help us let off some steam. Stick it to the man. Scoochie, hop on drums. Jackie, bass guitar. Now hold on. Not moving, not moving, 
I thought punk music was meant to destroy the establishment, not your classroom. Look at the almighty schism you've created. Half the floor is gone. We're lucky we didn't fall to our doom. You should have told us to stop playing sooner. I did. My dad can fix it. He's a carpenter. I'll call him now. How can you call him? I didn't know you had a phone. I don't. Da! There he is now. He's coming. Hold on. Didn't you say before that your dad's a plumber? Yeah. Wouldn't he be more used to dealing with toilets and things? What? He's not some sort of toilet man. He's a plumber. Yes? He got his plums in his spare time. Oh. He's also a nur. A complete and utter nur. Oh, so he also gathers nuts and... How are you there? Fire the bongo, is it? Uh, uh yeah. Uh, I mean, no. It's Professor Nero, not... Uh, Father Bongo. We've a bit of a job for you, Scooch's dad. Holy cannoli. What we is doing up here? Teaching elephants how to river dance or something? What kind of teacher are you? Well, um... Ha! I'm only cutting you. You should have seen the look on your face there. <laughs> mm, no, that's not good. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Ooh, sorry to say, but the whole treehouse is just completely banjaxed to smithereens. Nothing I can do, really. Firewood is all it's good for now. No, <gasps> say it ain't so. Ah, is there too easy? <laughs> ah, gives an hour. It'll all be spanky doodle in no time. Did you hear the news? T-Bag Steve wrote to us to say he's moving us to a mainland school. What? That's not on. That's pure codswallop, that is. Those mainlanders are mad into all their little laws, but I'm pretty certain that's not legal. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, well, you know what? While I'm hammering away here, the four of you should stall over to the library and look up the rules about that sort of thing. There's always a loophole. Hey. You said it. Go find out, and then we can give that teabag fella a big two-litre bottle of cop on. So it really is the biggest library in the world. And you say it has a copy of every book ever printed. So how come none of you ever come here? You'll soon find out. It's the librarian. Oscar Joyce, the most boring man that ever lived. He never shuts up. He's even worse than Wormcan, and that's coming from me. He's like a vampire, but instead of drinking your blood, he gets you to listen to his poems. I'd sooner let him have the blood. Fluffy Grando will also afraid the blood option. Ah, children, long time no see. Say, have any of you seen our elusive mayor lately? His loans are overdue. Oscar, this is Nero. Nero, Oscar. Ah, Professor Nero. Not quite as smelly as everybody says. Well, you must have seen Mayor Gruffland. He would have interviewed you for the job, right? I was beginning to fear he'd been whisked away by the fair folk of the hills. (gasps) Ding-a-ling-a-ling. That reminds me of a poem. Find anything yet? Are there any pop-up law books? They're the only ones I can read so far. Some of these books the mainlander kids read are so strange. David Hootenanny and the Toilet of Surprise? The Brussels Sprite that destroyed my life? 
help, I fancy a werewolf. That never ends well. I've just sped read Legal Mumbo Jumbo Volumes 1 through 41, and there's nothing regarding the stipulations in respect to remote island schools and the ramifications thereof. Oh no, the law books broke your brain and turned your words into global legal. Whoopsie daisy, but get this there's meant to be 42 volumes. I just don't know where the last one could be. Oh, I bet I know. I bet that dastardly teabag Steve had one of his minions sneak in here in the dead of night to get rid of anything that might work in our favour. Oh, he's a sleeving if ever I... Um, now, this might be too much of a co-inky-dink, but what's that book Fluffy Grandad is asleep on? Sorry, Gramps. Well, would you look at that? Good work, SG. Well, hey, presto. What does it say? So, the juvenile populace of the mainland's outlying islands shall only be coerced into attendance at a mainland school should a certified teacher not reside upon their island. Too many big words. Should I be smiling, yes or no? It means they can't make us go to school on the mainland so long as there's a teacher living here. Oh, shoot. So we're bunched. No, there is a teacher living here. Who? Nero. Nero. He's a teacher. I thought he was just a new local down and out. <laughs> Scoochie, you know the only bad thing about this, right? Now we're going to have to be nice to Nero so he won't leave him wrong, Lodi. Bingo. Oh, stress of that. <sighs> Suppose if we really wanted to suck up to him, we could try to help him solve the mystery of how he ended up here. Yeah, maybe then he'd stop prattling on about it the whole time. Let's go tell him the news. <laughs> dog the children in the reservoir below so throw me off the lake you say i've squandered my last summer so throw me off the Boy, lake where's nero <gasps> you should never interrupt poetry it's like plucking a plant before it's bloomed in the formative Open days your eyes. why are they closed it allows me to step inside the poem where i can tread softly alongside the hey where's your t-shirt gone <coughs> Apologies for that interruption. Have you got mice, Oscar? Only in my poems. Cheese nibblers. That's how I refer to them. (gasps) (laughs) Very clever, isn't it? You shush. That's no mouse, Rowan. Look down there. Nero? He's fun size. Oscar, why is Professor Nero two inches tall? Oh, dearie me. Not again. Again? Oh, oh no. I've actually heard about this. I thought it was some mad, exaggerated folktale. Uh, welcome to Mugloady, Rowan. I know, I know. See, you know the way there's always something wild happening here? I suppose. Well, it's said that Oscar's poetry is so boring compared to everything else going on here that it actually has the power to shrink anyone unfortunate enough to hear it. Wow. It must be like how a hedgehog curls up when it senses danger. Yeah, something like that. It's like your body's natural defense and response to being bored out of your wits. Well, I must say I take exception to that. Stop talking! I'm small enough as it is. On the bright side, Nero is still technically a teacher, even if he is the size of a biscuit. Oh, yeah. That legal thing hardly specifies that the teacher has to be a particular height. (laughs) Or, Or does it? There's a big piece of snot on this page. Hold on. There's something under it. Why do people do that? I'm having a laugh. 
It actually says, in tiny writing, your teacher must be at least two biscuits tall. Fluffy Grandad, no! Get your fluffy paws off, Professor... You daft furball. Did he just... Yep. I believe so. Fluffy Grandad just ate Professor Nero. Was it something I said? Literally, yes. Can I just say, a cat ate my teacher sounds a lot like one of those books for mainlander kids. I do not want to end up in a school with kids who enjoy such crud. Well, our only hope just got swallowed whole. But Teabag Steve doesn't know that. Akushla, you've done it again. Oscar, do you have a phone? Ah, the mighty telephone. Invented by the good. I do, yeah. Good, we need a favour. And you now owe us several. Teabag Steve speaking. Greetings, Your Majesty. I'm just calling to let you know that... Why, this is your loyal servant, Professor Nero, calling from the school of Morunglodi. I just wanted to let you know that I'm alive and well, and definitely more than two biscuits tall. What? Oscar! Ugh, you blew it. You heard me. I'm here, so the children have a teacher here. And according to the law, that means... You're not Professor Nero. Get off my phone. Do you think he fell for it? I'm not sure he did, Scooch. Oscar, you might still be able to redeem yourself, somewhat. Show us all the books you've got on Teabag Steve. I've no interest in reading about that prune-sniffing rodeo clown. Not for fun, Rowan. Not for the good of our health. I want to see what we're up against. you got to know your enemy. That way you can find their weak spots and take advantage of them. Ah, better the divvy you know than the divvy you don't. Here we are now, the politics section. Hmm, he should be here. Oh, do you know what? Maybe I put him in the warm beverages section by mistake. Aren't I a silly goose? <laughs> ah, yes, here we go. Americano, hot chocolate, mocha latte, tea, voila, tea bag Steve. Okay, so what exactly are we looking for? Anything. His fears, allergies, something we can use to blackmail him with. Yeah, maybe he's a scared of ghosts. So if he comes over here and tries to drag us to the mainland, we can put bedsheets over our heads and hunt the living daylights out of him. Could somebody please restrain your feline? He's making the shelf wobble like a plateful of jelly on Christmas Eve. FG, for goodness sake, we're trying to... <gasps> well, I'll be bag-advanced. What is it? Why, that's one of the teabag's old yearbooks, from whence he was a schoolboy. And this is him in the photograph, right? Affirmative. Guys, look at the fella beside him, and read what's written under it. Pictured our best friend Stephen Moncrief. Teabag Steve. And Graham Pinata. Graham? Graham. Graham Pinata. Don't you recognise him? <gasps> what? Whoa! But that's... That's the little boy version of... Graham Pinata? You told me his name was Professor Nero. I'm mind-blown. This changes everything. It was all a lie. We've been taken for a... fools. He even came up with a fake name to trick us. You can't let him get away with this. Oscar, the cat's after eating him. Oh, yeah. Wait a sec. Something just popped into my head. 
Something Nero kept saying. Maybe there is something in the water. You guys remember where he landed into Monglody, right? The beach. To the beach. I cannot believe that guy. Mr. Daw, I don't know how I got here or who sent me. Yeah, well, we do. Your old buddy T-Bag Steve sent you on a top-secret spy mission to sniff around Monglody and rat us out. Rat us out about what? Who knows? Probably everything. Bet you he told him about our magic tree and all, and that's why Steve is now trying to get us as far away from it as possible. Oh, I feel so dirty. This is a pretty old photo, though. Are we sure that's Little Nero? Look! In the rock pool, there is something in the water. Looks like... a wallet. You think you can grab it, Scooch? Graham? Give me that. Graham Pinata's teacher's license. And a photo of... Professor Nero. Does that answer your question? My question about why they're called cowboys even though they ride around in horses? No, the one about whether we're certain it's the same guy. Oh, yeah. That must be why Fluffy Granddad ate him. He knew. He has always been an exemplary judge of character. Well, bad riddance to good rubbish. There they are. Uh-oh, Spaghetti-o. Who's that? Why are they wearing costumes and masks? I don't know about you, but I'm spooked. They must be three of Teabag Steve's not-so-civil servants. Grab them! You get away from her! You didn't think you could get away that easily now, did you? We're done for! Nero's class was written, produced, and composed by Bobby Ahern. This episode starred Peter McGann, Alison Spittle, Penny O'Doy, Elsie Akinduko, Hugh Cooney, Ryan Sharon, and Arthur Cooney. Co-produced by Maggie Fagan, Maggie Cooney, and Lucy Jorgensen. Funded by RTE and the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television license fee. Special thanks to Barry, Leisha, Nikki, Maureen, John, Shauna, and the Irish Museum of Modern Art. Nero's class.